Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Exploring how we can master ourselves by looking at how experts say it is possible with your host, Shashati. Welcome to episode 22 of How to Be with me, Shashiti, as your timid presenter, guiding you through life's tricky skills by taking this learning journey with you. It's Stress Awareness Month, and personally, dealing with a relapse from a health condition has been pretty stressful, and in a wider sense, apparently there's been a severe increase in mental health issues due to COVID, so dealing with stress is more important than ever before. Hence, this podcast episode is a two-parter, and we'll be delving into more books on this subject to try and help. So, how do we deal with stress? Here is Jaggi Sidhu, the Indian body coach, on what he thinks of stress. Stress is often misunderstood. We have positive stresses called eustress, and what we perceive to be negative stresses, distress. Both forms of stress use energy and require a form of recovery. If anyone has ever seen Hansel's General Adaptive Syndrome, theory on stress, it shows that if we have the tools in place to recover from a stressor, we become stronger and more resilient. If we don't, then over time we end up in exhaustion, where you aren't any good to yourself or anybody else. So managing stress for me requires a multifaceted approach, starting with the basics of nourishing your body with real food, moving little and often through the day, prioritizing sleep, and avoiding the pitfalls of distraction and procrastination when you could be doing something positive for your well-being, like exercise or equally giving yourself a relaxing bath. Whatever form of relaxation you choose, the art of being present is truly the key. To catch wandering thoughts without judgment, locating emotions within the body and being able to express them in any form, whether it be through verbal communication or a written journal. Recognize that you are unique. There is no one-size-fits-all approach to stress management and through continued work on building self-awareness you can achieve self-mastery. Our first book is from Richard Sutton, a health and performance consultant who has advised top athletes, Olympic teams and international sports federations on pain management and athletic development. He also consults the leading corporations on developing stress resilience and is the author of the book The Stress Code From Surviving to Thriving a scientific model for stress resilience. Sutton was kind enough to share some of his time with me this week. Watch the full interview on www.howtobe247.com. Stress and, and for writing a book about it and, and professionally basically operating in that space um, is very much managed first the journey into self and understanding how you cope with stress and how successfully manage it. And 
Um, fundamentally, I've, I've, I kind of have this, this whole strategic plan um, in terms of managing stress. And uh, I think the first place to start is, is understanding uh, mindset, how powerful one's mind is and, and one's attitudes are in terms of being able to cope and, and overcome difficult situations. Fundamentally, if we see things in a positive context, it translates to very different reality physiologically. Uh, which ultimately translates to a, a emotionally uh, different reality. Um, the next step really for me is, is a, a behavioral one, a shift. You know, we, we often get in this, in this trap or we often get in this mode or method of, of methodology of, of behavior. And, and that is to introvert and become very insular when we get stressed and we feel very overwhelmed. And that whole insular effect and whole insular behavioral set um, is almost antagonistic to how we've been over being able to overcome the challenges of our historic past whether it's pandemics or, or food shortages or wars or, you know we've always banded together we've come together um, and that's been part of our, our strength is our unity and our, our synergies and our galvanization so that that is a really a big element and so behavior is the second part in terms of how i manage stress effectively is when i feel overwhelmed i reach out as much as possible share the experience as much as possible and encourage others to do so as well and and the, the funny thing is that we have this incredible molecular shift this this change in our neurochemistry and hormonal um, state when we reach out and when we connect when we stress so if we support others during our crisis we release this powerful molecule known as oxytocin, which buffers stress and improves our, our behavior and improves our physical state and whole, does a whole bunch of, of different things. So that's a very powerful um, aspect. But the most important lever, I feel, is the ability to control the uncontrollable. And we assume that stress is, is beyond our control and out of our control. And the one thing I, I will agree with is the fact that the external factors and the external sources of stress, the perceived source of stress, are very much out of our control. So whether it is high demands from work or long working hours, in some respects, we can't control that. But what we can control is our stress response itself. It is completely modifiable. The Stress Code explores the role that stress plays in our everyday lives. In the short term, heightened levels of stress cause anxiety, weight gain, and decreased cognitive performance. In the long term, stress can lead to heart attacks, strokes, autoimmune diseases, and has been linked to premature mortality. However, small doses of stress can work in our favour too. The biological responses we have to stressful moments, where our heart thumps in our chest and adrenaline courses through our veins, are what keeps us on our toes during a job interview, or what helps us find solutions in chaotic circumstances. So instead of completely avoiding it, it's about harnessing it. Sutton says our fast-paced world and hunger for success are increasing our stress levels. Our physical and mental well-being depends on our ability to establish balance in our lives. If we're balanced, we're able to move easily between states of arousal and regeneration, or activity and rest. But being constantly connected via technology makes it harder for us to defend our free time, and our admiration of success and an intolerance of failure is fast becoming the norm in our society. The bad news is that it's only getting worse. According to a study completed by researchers at the Yale University School of Medicine and the University of California, Los Angeles, the average person in developed society experiences between four and five episodes of stress every week. That's why learning to manage stress 
and even to harness it for our benefit, is crucial. Sutton says feeling out of control is the reason why you're stressed at work. Hence, reducing stress in the workplace benefits everyone. It boosts the health and happiness of employees, enhances productivity and improves overall business performance. In moments of extreme danger, our bodies learn to issue a stress response, a biological mechanism that could rally the major systems of the body together to protect us from harm. The stress response does a number of things. It releases energy, enhances muscle power, boosts mental acuity and even promotes pain resistance. It's one of the main reasons why humans have been able to survive all these years. Our body's stress response is divided into two waves. One rapidly activates the sympathetic nervous system and releases the adrenaline hormone. Then comes the second wave of the stress response where the surge in adrenaline triggers your adrenal glands to produce cortisol. This hormone helps to regulate the immune system's function by balancing out the effect of adrenaline. Without cortisol, our immune system would become overactive and harmful to the body as a result. The thing is, activating the stress response can be great in the short term, but in the long term, it can be damaging to our health. This is because cortisol and adrenaline, which are released into the bloodstream when our bodies detect a threat, can be toxic to the body in high amounts. And in the end, chronic stress is having a profound impact on our long-term health. This is when stress is present for months and years. However, scientists also believe that acute stress, that is, stress experienced in the short term, can be positive. It can help us adapt to change, take risks, and find solutions in challenging circumstances. Sutton believes, like an athlete, you can learn to manage stress with a holistic approach. Athletes have a remarkable resilience to ongoing life challenges and chronic stress for a number of reasons. For starters, they're trained to see stress as a positive experience, a healthy dose of pressure that can spur them on to succeed. They're also taught to channel stress in a healthy way by reaching out to their network of coaches, trainers and sports psychologists for support. When it comes to managing physical stress, diet and exercise naturally play a role. An athlete's nutritional intake is designed to promote recovery, reduce inflammation and provide energy. That's why they consume the best foods and limit their intake of caffeine and alcohol. They also follow relaxation protocols like yoga, meditation and breathing. It's no surprise that they have longer lifespans and less risk of disease. While you might not have time to get a weekly massage or cook up healthy meals every day, but simply tidying up your diet and taking time to relax can work wonders apparently. Scientists have proven that when a stressful event is combined with the perception that stress is bad for your health, it increases the risk of premature mortality by 43%. Basically, worrying that stress is bad for you simply makes you more stressed. So think about bad experiences as learning opportunities. Sutton says, activating the vagus nerve can help you shut down your stress response. The vagus nerve happens to be one of the longest and most influential nerves in the body. It travels from the top of the skull behind the ears all the way down the front of the chest and down toward the abdomen. It helps our brains communicate with our organs like the heart and lungs and other systems like the digestive tract. But it can also calm the body after a fight-flight state caused by adrenaline. 
One of the main ways that you can stimulate the healthy function of the vagus nerve is through controlled breathing exercises, but also meditation, yoga, swimming, and even listening to calm music. Food, exercise, and being outdoors can help you maintain healthy levels of stress. The diet side of things, he recommends, limiting coffee and alcohol, as both elevate cortisol and stimulate adrenaline. He also recommends consuming green tea and cocoa. Not only do they stabilise the stress response, but they also strengthen and protect the three systems most impacted by chronic stress, immune, nervous and cardiovascular. Even taking a 10 to 20 minute walk outside can be beneficial for the body, especially if it's sunny. Moderate sunlight exposure has been proven to beat the blues and boost the immune system. Our next book comes from Dr. Emily Nagoski and Amelia Nagoski. Dr. Nagoski works at Smith College in Massachusetts as the Director of Wellness Education after receiving her PhD in Health Behaviour, while her identical twin, Amelia Nagoski, is a professor of music and looks into the connection between art and science. Together, they wrote Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. Here is their promo for Penguin Books UK. The stress response cycle is a biological process in our bodies. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end, just like all the biological processes. Unfortunately, there is a disconnect in modern human life between what activates the stress response and what completes the stress response cycle. So the things that actually cause our stress, like traffic and our kids and money and the fate of the world, are not things that we can escape from, like a lion, which is what the stress response is built for. It's to help us run away from the lion. Instead, things you can do to complete the stress response cycle separate from whether or not you solve any of the problems that caused your stress are, number one, run. Any physical activity that makes your body feel as though it has escaped from a lion. It could be actually running or the elliptical machine or your Zumba class or just dancing it out to Beyonce in your kitchen or just tightening all your muscles for 10 slow counts and then relaxing them. That's going to allow your body to feel like it's in a safe place again. Or, if that's not effective for you, and it's not for everybody, uh, a 20-second hug. Finding someone you love and trust enough to hug for 20 seconds. 20 seconds is an awkwardly long hug if you don't really like the person that you're hugging. So someone that you do like and trust enough to hug for 20 seconds. You support your own weight, either standing over your own center of gravity or sitting. Wrap your arms around the person and let your body return to a state of safety with the change of neurochemicals, your heart rate will lower, your blood pressure will decrease, and you'll feel totally different, just 20 seconds. And third, a good night's sleep. Sleep is important for so many reasons, but one of the many, many, many things that can complete the stress response cycle is an actual full night's sleep. It's actually true that if you sleep on it, you'll feel better in the morning. The book offers women a practical look at the causes of their everyday stress and anxiety and the different ways in which science can help. The Nagoskis say when it feels like you're constantly trying to meet your own demands and expectations and those of your job, family and friends, you can easily slip from benign tiredness to stress, anxiety and emotional exhaustion. Emotional exhaustion happens after you've spent too much time caring too much. It is the first of three components identified by psychologist Herbert Freudenberger in 1975 in his clinical definition of burnout. Second is depersonalization, 
which is when you find your own capacity for compassion, empathy and caring dwindles. The third component of burnout is a decreased sense of accomplishment. In other words, that feeling of nothing I do matters. These tend to happen when you feel stuck in stress mode. Back when our stress response system evolved, we needed to run for our lives a lot more often than we do now. So the stress cycle starts by releasing the hormone epinephrine to push blood into the muscles. As a result, your blood pressure and heart rate go up, your muscles tense and your breathing quickens. Meanwhile, to make sure you can run away from that theoretical charging rhino, other body functions like growth, digestion, reproduction and immunity are all slowed down. So, if the emotion of stress never ends, the danger is clear and you end up with various chronic issues. All of this means one thing, you need to close the stress cycle as often as possible. Since stress is about running for your life, the natural happy ending to this cycle is running or exercise in general, which is a great way to close out a stress cycle. Doing this for 20 to 60 minutes will help shift your mood, help muscles relax and help you breathe deeply apparently. Creative expression, be it painting, music, theatre or sculpting can also result in a satisfying closure to a stress cycle, as can positive social interactions that signal your return to safety. They also recommend managing frustration through positive reappraisal and planful problem solving through scheduling daily activities that close out the stress cycle like going to the gym or analysing a frustrating situation and coming up with a way to solve it or lessen the frustration. The scientific reason for many of our frustration lies in what's known as the monitor, which also goes by the more scientific names of discrepancy reducing or increasing feedback loop or criterion velocity. The monitor is a mechanism of the brain that constantly assesses our current situation and our future plans while keeping a ratio of how much effort it's going to take to get there along with how much progress we're making. So being aware of this may help you formulate plans to reduce frustration. As a woman, the Nagoskis also say the game is rigged, and that's mostly due to living under a patriarchy. It basically sets up women to fail, so being aware of this, i.e. unrealistic expectations regarding body size, being superwoman and doing it all, allows us to see that stress can be part of a wider context at times. In many societies, women suffer from human giver syndrome, They have been raised to fall into the human giver role rather than tend to their own needs or seek their own meaning. But this is not reality. So they say don't punish yourself or let others punish you for what you deem a failure. They also say needing people isn't a sign of weakness. We aren't going to function at our best when we're constantly alone and isolated or when we're constantly surrounded by others. We need both. Sometimes it takes a friend or partner to help you find compassion and love toward yourself. Science tells us that what really makes us stronger is rest and sleep. If you want to do quality work, studies show that you should rest between tasks. And when you're sleeping, your body undergoes all kinds of bone, muscle and blood vessel repairs. This means that the benefits of any physical exercise you did during the day are really taking place while you sleep. The same is true for mental activity. Sleep is the time when all the new information you learn during the day can be consolidated and stored properly in memory. The authors also mention benign self-criticism, which can help you to be more detail-oriented, but it can quickly slip into toxicity when it keeps you from doing anything. 
They refer to this as the inner mad woman. One of the best strategies they suggest for quietening this voice is to create a vivid image of your mad woman. You can even name her. The more you do this, the more you'll be able to see yourself as being apart from this toxic voice and that you don't need to listen to her admonishments. And once you have your self-critical voice under control, it becomes easier to practice self-compassion. So to sum up, Saturn says in the stress code that stress is unavoidable, but there are practical ways to manage it. Making incremental changes to your lifestyle, learning to shut down your stress response, and taking more time for yourself can help you build up your stress resilience. However, to be successful in managing your stress levels, you'll need to shift your perspective of what stress is. Instead of viewing it as a negative thing, think of it as a positive experience that can help you reach your goals. So he recommends creating a stress-resilient actions plan. Making big changes in our lives can often feel overwhelming. To keep yourself accountable, try designing your own action plan that includes the steps you want to take to ease your stress. Start small by reminding yourself to take a walk for 20 minutes a day or cook a meal using a stress-busting ingredient. You could even try to check in with a loved one once a week to download your stress and lend a friendly ear to them too. And in burnout, the Nogoskis say there are many complex and specific reasons why women are facing burnout these days. We don't have regular ways of closing out the stress cycle brought on by our jobs and day-to-day lives. Fortunately, this can be done through exercise, creativity and affection. It's also important to acknowledge that we live in an unbalanced society that discriminates against women and that the health and beauty industries place undue pressure on women. By recognising these factors and striking back against our self-critical voices, we can begin to defeat the patriarchy and be our best selves through self-compassion and focusing on following our dreams. If you hate exercising, they recommend these stationary stress relievers. If you have chronic pain or illness or simply loathe exercise with all your being, there are some alternatives. First is a deep breathing exercise that involves taking slow deep breaths that contract your stomach at the end of the exhale. Start by breathing in for a slow five seconds, holding that breath for five seconds, and then breathing out for a slow ten seconds. Pause for five seconds between each cycle and repeat three times. The second exercise is to tense every muscle in your body, one by one, for a slow count of ten seconds and then release. The beauty of these is that you can do them sitting, lying down or just about anywhere to close a stress cycle. I've been trying out the loving kindness meditation suggested by Richard Sutton after we spoke this week. It's incredibly pleasant and has been making me feel very content afterwards. On that note, here's Easy Yoga founder and yoga instructor Gemma Nice, naturopath, herbalist and yoga teacher Siobhan Carroll, and blooming fabulous media and voice FM presenter and holistic psychotherapist Margaret Bligden Boyd signing us off. And if you enjoyed this, please hit subscribe. To decrease your stress levels, go outside and get some fresh air. Breathe in deeply and close your eyes, breathe in the fresh air because that will then decrease your cortisol levels, your stress hormone, and it will increase your serotonin, which is your calming hormones. And just listen to nature, listen to the birds, listen to the waves if you're by the sea. Just take in everything because everything around you or the nature is the most calming, healing thing that you can do. Nature is our best healer. 
and also for relaxation if you wanted to just close your eyes relax feel calm again breathe big deep breathing exercises and also using lavender lavender eye masks or using lavender on your pillow will really really help you to calm down and feel relaxed nearly every client that i work with has some level of stress contributing to their illness and i find herbal medicine can be really really helpful for them and myself <laughs> particularly for more chronic and ongoing stress which i think we're all dealing with these days i really recommend passiflora or passionflower you can get it in sprays and drops and it's my go-to for stress Valerian then is another nice herb for managing stress, often I find in a more acute situation. And Avena sativa, which is from the oat plant, is brilliant for stress that's associated with digestive issues like IBS. Really great for that feeling of being frazzled, um, also for too much screen time. And herbal teas like chamomile or lemon balm or any of the herbal mixes that you can get in the health food shops, um, they can be really, really helpful too. So if you are feeling stressed, like the rest of us, definitely give herbs a try. And my top tip for relieving stress is to pile a load of cushions and pillows onto the bed, get a rolling pin and hit them as hard as you can for as long as you can. This will get rid of all of the cortisol out of your body. And that is vitally important because cortisol is the hormone that attacks the muscles. It's what makes you feel bone tired when you're stressed. So that is my top tip. Hit a pile of cushions with a rolling pin. Um, but I would say, make sure there's nobody in the bed before you start. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hiya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.